Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We'll help you keep it running, at least the help you get from Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Good morning, Dan. Good, Good morning. to see you again. Thank you. I was visiting that beautiful Grand Avenue, Tony and I, on... Uh, Tuesday. Yeah, this past Tuesday. That's right. I got tired, and we got tired, of pumping up his tire yeah. all the time. It was a slow leak, and we didn't know and, and at the time uh, what the deal was. But all through the winter, and you've told us this before, that in the winter when things uh, uh, contract. Right. And uh, get cold. And get cold. And, and yeah. yeah. And especially if the tires aren't the newest in the world. So what happened there? You uh, you took it off and you started spraying some stuff on uh, both sides of the yeah. rim. Well, what, what, the you know, the, the, the alloy wheels get this, they don't rust, but they get this powdery material. And, of course, the air won't stay in through that power, powdery material. So you have to take the tire off the wheel, clean all that powdery material off both the wheel and the tire. And then we put a lubricant back on to keep it from... It'll happen again to keep, to slow it from happening. To slow it, right? Yeah. To slow it from happening again, and it'll be good for another several years. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, because you know when it's ten, we below, do them every day. <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah. Uh, it's good to not have to bother with that, especially when it's really cold. Yeah, outside. you know that's an important thing when replacing your tires. Also, when you take the old tires off, it's very very important that the installer uh, clean the wheels and 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 prepare the wheels for the new tires so that you get a good run on the new tires before you have good uh, any sort of leaking problems. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why uh, having the proper installer do the job is a big deal. I would imagine, folks, well, I'm looking at the forecast high today. It's going to be almost 90. It may hit 90 in various parts of CCO land. Uh, a lot of folks are getting their AC checked out at Lloyd's? A lot of, yeah, a lot of AC, a lot of R134A going oh. out the door right now. Yeah, it's very, very big, big deal. And, and I would warn people to, you know, to check their air conditioner, even if they haven't turned it on uh, all year. And if they're interested in having it work this summer, they should uh, probably check it and be sure yeah. that it works properly. You know, another thing that I'll warn people about when, when you first start using your conditioning system is over the fall and winter, sometimes that drain for the uh, for the water, you know, which is a, which is a part of a, the air conditioning process, it takes some moisture out of the car. Right. That water, of course, all goes down into the bottom of of the uh, air ducts and is supposed to drain out of the car onto the onto the ground. And sometimes it does not. It if that drain gets plugged, then the uh, water drains inside the car. So if you uh, ha- start to f- Seeing that a drip happening inside the car, uh, make sure you get it in right away so that they can clean clean that drain out and get the water draining. And out how did you say you do to. that with a compressed air? We or? do with compressed yeah. air. Yeah. Okay. It, it, you know, oftentimes it's 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 uh, sometimes some leaf material or something will get down in there, or more often just uh, mold and and you know crud that grows where it's uh, where it's wet <laughs> and. And that just needs to be cleaned out of the drain, and then it'll drain for a good long time again. If you have a car care question, we'll take them by phone or text, and they're already coming in. 651-989-9226. 
or uh, send a text if that's either easier at 81807. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Rob is calling from Forest Lake with a question. Go ahead, Rob. Good morning. Yeah, 2000 vehicle Sabre. Uh, got somewhat air conditioning out of two ducts. And on the other side, we've got the, the, the fan running through, but not as much. Is that uh, an actuator or freon only? Yeah. If, no, if it's working good on one side uh, and not the other, that, that's, that particular car probably has two zones where, where uh, you can control the temperature on either side a little bit. And maybe one of, those, one of the doors on the other side isn't switching like it's supposed to. So that would be my recommendation is what, what we would do is, is hook it up to our uh, computers and, and look at, look at the, um, the HVAC computer in your car and see where all the doors are and if they're moving properly. And oftentimes, if they're not moving properly, actually the computer will have uh, codes stored in it that will give us some direction on, on what we should look at. Uh, but if you're getting cool air somewhere... Then uh, I would say that uh, that the freon level is probably okay. Okay. Then uh, Texter says this uh, 2010 Edge high pitch squeak coming from the rear, driving straight. That's when they hear it. It goes away when braking and going through a curve. Yeah, that's probably probably due for a brake job. Ah. The that's the exact symptoms of what happens when the brake pads get thin. There's a little uh, tin tab that that uh, is. Set, actually there for a warning to let you know that this is going on, to alert you that uh, something's going on. And that, that tab will rub when you're going straight. If you swerve a little bit, there's a little bit of flex in the wheel and, and the noise will go away. And, and uh, when you apply the brakes, again, there's a little bit of flex and it goes away. But, but uh, that's what I'm sure that's what you need to do is take it in and have the brakes checked. And uh, you'll find that it probably needs new pads back there. Very good. We'll get back to the phones and more text messages in uh, just a moment or two. 75 degrees is our current temp here in the Twin Cities. It's going to be close to 90 today with muggy conditions. You stay tuned to CCO because there could be some scattered thunderstorms as well. We'll be back with more car care here on 830-WCCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome to this portion of CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, which is located on beautiful Grand Avenue. You told me when you walked in, it is... Uh, it used to be Grand Old Days, but yeah. it's, that's this weekend. It actually was Grand Old Days last year. They tried a two-day event, but uh, they're going back to one day. They're going day. back one going day. back to one day. Yeah. So it's Grand Old Day tomorrow, and uh, that's exciting. Summertime uh, weather for it, too. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of people show up for the festival and the event and lots to do and bands playing and uh, kid fun areas. And, and, uh, just and they'll be marching right by Lloyd's Automotive. They will be. You know, we're right in the heart of it. So we get uh, we get a good crowd walking by there, that's I for sure. Do. What's so the we, address? And we're at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. All right. How do, how do we get in touch? I know you've got, you got a new website, we too, We do have you? a new website. It's lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or, uh, or you can give us a call. Uh, uh, Nick will be there this morning at 651-228-1316. Excellent. Back to the phones we go. Steve is calling from uh, Buffalo with a question. Go ahead, Steve. We're listening. Okay, uh, you are listening to the radio. That's a no-no. <laughs> Listen to your phone. We're going to put you on hold and uh, get back to you in a moment. 
So just listen on the phone. Dan, here's an interesting text that we got a minute or two ago. It says, car for sale. It says flood damage on the title, but the owner claims water did not enter the body. How could this be verified is the question, but I guess the other question is what components under the body are suspect or could be suspect? Well, that's, tr- that's the trouble with that is the, all, the, all the wiring and all the compu- on all the, and many of the computers are under the seats and under the floorboards. And oh, yeah. There's a lot going on under there, and so if water did get in there, that's, that's a bad deal because you know, the, the damage can take years to show up. Uh, but when it does show up, it's catastrophic. Wow. So uh, to answer your question, you'll have to decide if you want to gamble on Believe that. it or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it's true, then it's probably a good buy. Uh, if it's not true, then I wouldn't be interested. All right. So. Let's see if Stephen Buffalo is on the phone. Steve, are you there? Yes, sir. Hi. Thanks. Hi. Good morning. Uh, I got a uh, SLS Cadillac uh, 03. Uh, I idle a lot. Um I, I I never really pass cars, but when I do, I just noticed that. Uh, let's say I went 300 miles without passing a car. I did pass a car. I put it to the floor, and it it uh, blew out smoke. Now is that like just carbon from idling, and because it runs perfect? Yeah, it probably is not. It probably is uh, a little bit of blow by. Is there a lot of miles on the car? 190 or 180. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh... That's probably pretty normal. You know, the okay. the engine is getting a little bit of wear. The the rings will not seal tight against the piston walls like they used to, and and under certain conditions with very really high compression, a little bit of oil seeps through, and and everything's going so fast, it's not keeping up to to keep it dry in there, and and that's just normal. So I wouldn't worry about that at all. Uh, that's just fine. You know, that brings up an, an interesting point, though, that. You know, we're, we're, we've gotten so used to driving our cars for 200,000 miles and uh, doing nothing to them. We, yeah. we change the oil, and all we ever do is, is drive them in between the oil changes. And uh, I had a customer in this week that, you know, put you, that old video you've seen of somebody pulling the drain plug out, and it just a little trickle comes out. And, <laughs> and uh, so... When, you know, when, when cars get to be high miles like that, uh, they're going to use a little bit of oil and they need a little bit of more, more care and attention. And so don't be surprised or concerned if in between your oil changes you have to add a quart of oil because uh, as an engine wears uh, and, and things get loose, that's just normal normal part of it. But uh, don't wait for your oil light to come on. You need to check it once yes. in a while and, and be sure that you keep it full. I wonder how many people, because you and I have talked about it, but some, some of the newer vehicles don't have dipsticks uh, and you have to do it just on the dash. Or, right. uh, I wonder how many folks still check their oil. Well, I was going to say, first of all, learn how to do that. Yeah. Because it's Good easy. Idea. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no. And, and you know, it's, to check your oil is very, very easy, especially on a nice morning. Yeah. You know, you, you don't even have to have a rag in your hand. The oil is all drained down into the into the um, crankcase, and you can just pull the dipstick out. You don't even have to wipe it off and see exactly, you know, how much oil is in there. So, yeah, good point. Uh, you know, quarterly or, or at least yearly, <laughs> check your check oil your, yeah. and be sure that everything's fine. Texter says that, by the way, if you want to send Dan a text, and he uh, Dan will be here till just about 745, so if you have a car care question, don't wait. Uh, call us at 651-989-9226. 
Or again, uh, text us at 81807. Here's a text, Dan. It says, I have a 2011 Subaru Outback that I recently had the transmission and drivetrain serviced. But now, for some reason, my air conditioning won't work. It seems like it doesn't even turn on. The engine doesn't have that bogged down feeling when you turn it on. So I wonder if it could be something they did when they serviced my car. What could be if something got unplugged? Yeah. The the air conditioning or the compressor will, you know, if it's not getting all of the signals that it's need, it won't turn on. And it sounds like that's what's happening. The air conditioning compressor is not cycling like it's supposed to. Uh, If you have an electrical problem like something unplugged, that'll cause it. Or... If the uh, refrigerant is low, if the pressures are too low, in or, the system will protect itself by not turning on. So it's an easy thing for your shop. Take it back to your shop and, first of all, give them a chance to check their own work. And uh, then they should uh, should check the refrigerant level and be sure that it's full. And, and I'm sure in that process they'll find something wrong. And that shop should do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they, not, they want to do it. They don't yeah. want you. They don't they want to be We always want to be able to solve our own problems. I yeah. don't I don't want you being mad at me and going away. I want you to bring it back to me. And mistakes happen and that's just fine. We'll stand behind them and so will everybody else. And they'll keep coming back. And that's right. To see you. Yep. Yeah. Hang on, Dan. We'll take a bit of a break here, and then we'll get back to your phone calls and text messages on CCO's Car Care Show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to this portion of CCO's Car Care Show. 732, 75 degrees in the Twin Cities. Denny with Dan here. And uh, we'll get you his phone number, Dan, is before he leaves us today. He's going to be with us till just about 745, and we do have callers. I'll tell you what, let's go back to the phones, then we'll grab some more text messages. Uh, Gene is calling from Medina with a question. Go ahead, Gene. Thank you. Yes, I have a 2008 Honda Civic, and it only has 12,000 miles on it. It's in a heated garage every uh, the year around. And uh, it runs great. And about a year ago, I had the oil changed and tires rotated. And uh, I'm wondering, uh, I read in the paper, you didn't have to, on a low-mileage car, you didn't have to change the oil only uh, every two or three years. Is this correct? Well, you know, I don't recommend that. I do recommend bringing your car in every year. Uh, for a whole lot of reasons, most of which don't have much to do with the oil change, but that's an excuse to bring it in. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, all the rest of the car needs to be checked at the same time. The tires, the you, you need to see if it's developed any drips or leaks of any other kind of fluid. We need to keep an eye on all the steering and suspension to be sure that all that stays safe and, t- and tight. Uh, while While you don't put any miles on your car, a car sitting wears in different ways, and so uh, my opinion is uh, an oil change is just a good excuse to bring it in, and I think you should continue to do that once a year. So, And by the way, everybody wants your car when you're done with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's a gem. Very good. Thanks, Gene. Catherine is calling from Blaine this morning. Hi, Catherine. Good morning. Yes, I have a 2008 Nissan Rogue. And I have um, I have a question about how would I know if the ball joints are are loose in the car? You need to bring it in and have them checked. That uh, that's you know you need to jack the car up and 
there's a procedure that you go through to to check them. But you you know if if a ball joint is bad enough for you to be feeling it uh, while you're driving it, it's very dangerous, and you should not be driving it. So. Uh, another okay. reason another reason to just bring it in for when you when you bring it in for service if you're curious about your ball joints ask them specifically to check those and they'll check them for free it's no big deal to check them but uh and that's true of anything any anything uh of service when you bring your car into any shop for service and you have something on your mind that's troubling you or or that you're wondering about or worrying about Add it to the list because most of the time it takes me one second to look at it and and it's free and I'm glad to do it and it puts you your your mind at ease and I I want to know anything that you're hearing in the car or feeling in the car or you're wondering about the car I want all that information so that uh, so I can know that the, the you know so I can look at things specifically and know that the car is going to you know perform well until I see it the next time again. Especially if it's a safety issue. Especially if it's a safety yeah. issue, yeah. I don't want anyone getting I don't want anyone getting hurt no. on my watch. That's, that's for right. sure. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lloyd. Right. Thanks. Thanks, Catherine. Uh six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Text number is eight one eight zero seven. Here's an A C question. Somebody sent a text. What could be the issue if the air uh, the it doesn't cool like it used to in the car? Yeah, it's probably getting low on gas. The the refrigerant. Yeah, we do that all the time. Uh, the The process of that is 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 to it's it's hard to measure the fluid. It it's in fact it's almost impossible. So, the procedure that we always use if you're having trouble with your air conditioning is uh, we will evacuate all of the old gas, measure it, weigh it, uh, know how much we took out, and then put back in the proper amount with some oil and, and lubricant. We'll clean the condenser and on the front of the car so that that works efficiently. You know, part of the process of the air conditioning working is the the gas or the the gas or liquid needs to be cooled uh, as it's being cycled, and and so that needs to happen efficiently too. But uh, but that's just the process that we go through. And if it's not working as efficiently as it used to, then that's just a good warning to. Bring it in and and let us take care of it for you. Very good. I do not recommend that you try doing that on your own. You know, to add. Uh, I've seen some can, commercials yeah, about that. right. You can buy these kits that will add uh, fluid to the or liquid gas to the mm-hmm. air conditioning system. But there, but there's they're they're not. There's no measuring to it, and I don't. I'm not comfortable with that. So I want to get the right. And so, and so many cars nowadays have so little in to begin with ah. that if you put a full pound of, of uh, refrigerant in, you're going you're gonna to overfill it and, and you're going to have trouble. All right, let's uh, go back to the text screen. Let's see. Uh, here's a text that says, I have a green liquid on my garage floor from my 2004 Grand Marquis. Is it differential fluid? And if so, can I drive my car five miles to the garage or must it be towed? If it's a green fluid. Yeah, it's probably coolant. Sounds like uh, it, yeah. So I would check the coolant, and uh, if it's only five miles, I probably would be willing to drive it mm-hmm. uh, either way. But uh, but uh, yeah, chances check, are it's... check the fluids that you can check before you drive it, and um, if it is differential fluid, which I, I doubt if it is, but if it is, uh, you know that that differential fluid there's there's no pressure to it or anything. It just sets in a in a pool in the bottom of the differential, and it just splashes up onto all the gears. As you're driving along, and so it, the chances of it being empty 
are uh, very slight. Uh, so there's, there's, I'm sure there's still fluid in there, and, and it'll be just fine until you get it there to get it checked. All right. Uh, Yvonne is calling from Mendota Heights with a question. Go ahead. Good morning, Yvonne. Uh, good morning. So I, just, I just have a comment. Uh, we, were, we were driving home from uh, Seattle, uh, returning home, and we had had the uh, wheels rotated by the dealer out there, and we were leaving Seattle, and one of the wheels came off. Ooh. Luckily, we were very fortunate, no accident. I mean, you know, we weren't hurt. But after we went back to the dealer, they also found out that one of the other wheels, the lug nuts, were loose. And so they suggested, too, that when you have your wheels rotated, after about 80 or 90 miles, you should go back and have the lug nuts checked. And I did that with my car here in Minnesota. And after I had my wheels rotated, and sure enough, they were loose. So just a comment. Yeah. Well, what is your procedure at Lloyd's? (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, the reason that they, if they if they did not get them tight in the first place, usually... It's because the hubs and wheels were not cleaned up properly. At the beginning of the show, uh, we talked about how the wheels get this dusty crud. They don't rust, but they, mm-hmm. they get this crud. Well, that crud gets attached to the hub and both the hub and the wheel. So you, you it, oftentimes they use a torque stick to clean them or to tighten them, and, uh, which is just a, comp- a gun that, that shuts off automatically when they're supposed to be tight enough. Well, of course, if you're tightening against not a flat surface, if you're tightening against the crud, eventually the crud will shake out of there, and then, of course, you have a loose wheel. So the proper procedure is that, first of all, that should all be cleaned up before you put the wheel back on. Secondly, it should be lubricated uh, so that it doesn't happen again. And thirdly, after you put the wheel on, if you hand torque it, if you use an actual torque wrench and go to all four wheels and tighten every nut, then it absolutely will be tight. Yeah. And so the uh, going back after 90 miles and having it uh, rechecked is not a bad idea. It's a good idea, but more it's more of a safety or more of a safety thing for me that that I told you to come back and and have it checked, but uh, we don't require that <clears throat> because <clears throat> I'm sorry, because we uh, we do tighten them properly, and clean them up properly in the first place so that I know that they're not going to come loose. I was watching you do that very thing with the Tony's. I did yeah. it to your car, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. And it's, so you tighten it while it's up on the hoist with, with, the, the, with the air. With, with the, the machine, yeah. Yeah, and then when you bring it down, you've got that big torque wrench. I have, I have a, yeah. a, a, a... Whatever you call and it. And I'm actually measuring how tight I'm setting it, yeah. and I'm doing it to spec. And if you, I, if you do it that way, I've never, ever had a tire mm-hmm. come loose. Yeah. So that's the proper procedure. Wow. Talk about scary. That is scary and, and dangerous, and, 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 and you know, the, the shop does not want that to happen. So if they, asked you, if they asked you to come back in 90 miles and have it checked, absolutely go back and have yeah. it checked. Have that done. And if that's not convenient, anybody that comes to my shop and asks me to check their, the torque on their wheels, I will do that. I'll stop what I'm doing, and I'll do it for free. <laughs> Just to make sure. Because I want people yeah. to be safe. Yeah. Very good. Texter says, thanks for all your help and advice through the years. Uh, the question is, how hard is it to replace a wheel sensor myself? I have a message popping up. I know it's a sensor, but the Pro Mechanics wants 75 a wheel. I need two. Yeah, well, uh, they're easy to change if they come apart, which they rarely do. <laughs> the sensors f- slip into this little hole on the hub, and... 
as rust and corrosion has happened over the years, those sensors get stuck in there. And uh, so most commonly what happens is you go to take the sensor off and it breaks as you're taking it out. And then you have to drill it out or dig it out or whatever. But if you have the time and the patience to stick with that, uh, go ahead and do it. They're like I say, they're easy to they're easy to change if it all goes well. One thing that I will warn you about, though, is if the little bolt that holds the sensor in doesn't come easily, stop. Don't break that off first, because if you break that bolt off, then you've just created a much bigger problem <laughs> that you don't want to have to deal with. Texter says this: They had 2004 Tahoe, 250,000 miles. Smell of transmission fluid after parking in the garage, but the fluid on the dipstick remains at full level. What could be the issue there? Well, it takes very little fluid to create a smell or even even a drop on the uh, <clears throat> on the floor. The uh, you won't measure it on the dipstick. In, in other words, for it to be down a pint, your whole garage floor is going to be flooded with uh, with transmission fluid. I mean, it's going to be gushing out of there for you to see it on the stick. So, if you smell the fluid and if you're seeing the drip on the ground. You know, trust that, but but also know that it takes an awful lot of fluid to make a big mess. So uh, you're probably not going to measure it on the dipstick. Uh, right. Let's see. We have yeah, we have time for one more quick text. Uh, 2002 Lexus ABS activating all the time when stopping at slow speeds. Yeah, that's probably a sensor that's out of spec or or something like that. But uh, if you take that in. Uh, the good news for me is that it's happening all the time, so I can reenact it and see it. What I'll do is put my computer, my my I'll hook my computer up to your uh, braking module and be able to see what's happening on each each of the four sensors and know which one of them is acting up. What's what, what, what the reason that it's activating like that is? It thinks one of the tires is locking up. The wow. sensor's not reading accurately. And because it thinks so, then it's going into the process where it thinks you're slipping on ice and, and you're not. So, Dan, we're out of time. How do we, what's the phone number at Lloyd's? Give us a call today. We're at 651 228 1316. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L L O I D S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or come on over and tomorrow at Grand Old Day at, at yeah. uh, 982 Grand Avenue. Take a look at us. We won't be open, but at least you can see what we do. Absolutely. Dan, yeah. we'll see you in one week from today. Sounds huh? good. Thanks very much. Thanks for your help. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.